Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Max. And I'm Skylar. Recently, we decided to start watching Bob's Burgers to see what it was all about. And it didn't take us long to become completely obsessed with the show. But one of the things we love the most about the show is the brilliant end credit sequences. Which is why we created this podcast. Each week, we're going episode by episode to talk about the elaborate end credits. We're excited to have you join us right here on Bob's Credits. We'll make sure the Bob's Burgers end credits get the credit they're due. All right! I'm in love with Chip Chipperoo, push and pull like a magnet mm-hmm. do. That was just for you, Skylar, because last week you didn't know the song. So I had to be like, Thank I had to give you, you something that you would absolutely Did you like know. my dance? Yeah. Well, that's the thing. So that was... Tell him. Tell him. Skylar has this thing where no matter where or when or what time you start playing Shape of You by Ed Sheeran, <laughs> she can't help but like not start like shaking her shoulders and like it's like this... She she it's it doesn't <laughs> matter. Yeah, it's like a sh- it's like a like shimmy kind of. What would you call it? That you. Start oh, I doing just thought you, I was dancing. You just start and you can't like not do it. It's no. like this running. It's like gag. a button. Yeah, if you it's in the on. if we turn on the car and like it's on the radio, you start going. If we're in the grocery store, you'll start dancing to it. It it doesn't matter where or when. Someone could choose that as a song at a funeral, and you'd be I'm like, in love with your body. <laughs> start going at the funeral. Maybe you should play it at my funeral and see if like. The casket starts That's shaking. so dark, and I'll do it. I promise you. You, you have my <laughs> I word. I love you. This is why I love you. Okay. Well, I'm in love with the shape of you. Oh, thanks. And I'm in love with the chip chip Bed Bedsheets smell like you. <laughs> See? This is, we're not going to be able to get through this episode. She's going to be singing Ed Sheeran the rest of the Thank you the for doing that, because I was starting to feel like I was like, not a Debbie Downer, but... A, a fun sucker, a sucker of fun, because I didn't know the songs you were singing. It's only happened like once. Um, I just want to point out that if anyone could hear the birds chirping in the background, it's lovely, isn't it? What a lovely day! I feel like we're in like a like we added that. I hope I hope people can hear that because it, it does no sound way. like a, like I added an effect of a bird chirping in the background to make it sound like we're like in a Disney cartoon. Sorry. These fucking birds. Maybe we should just like stop the podcast and have it be like be a sound thing. We can record it right now. We're we're picking it up. We'll fall asleep to this tonight. Yeah. Put it on YouTube. <laughs> Make a bunch of money. Exactly. You know where my head's at. Should we get into Let's Bob Pun or Max Pun? Yeah. Okay. Are these themed? These are not themed. I thought about doing Thanksgiving themes, but 
there's limited Thanksgiving uh, theme burgers on Bob, so it would be all me, and I don't want to yeah that pressure. You know what we should do? We should play a round of Bob Pun, Max Pun on our Instagram this week. Uh, we'll do that. Bob's credits on Instagram. Go follow us if you want to get in on this. Yeah, it'll be in our stories. It's just more pressure on me to come up with some good puns. All right. All right. Skylar. Max. Your first pun is the planet of the grapes burger. <laughs> you. Yes. Skylar loves Planet of the Apes, those movies. Just want everyone to know that. She didn't think she would. Oh, this is, who am I? Who am I? It's like, you can really see the emotion on their faces. Is that the me? CGI. Is that me? Yeah. <laughs> Look, who doesn't agree with me that the Planet of the Apes movies, the new ones, were w- really well done? Soulful eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Give, give Andy Serkis an Academy Award for making that monkey so emotional. Yep. Okay. Your next pun is the Run Gorgonzola Run Burger made with Gorgonzola. Mm. Bob? Yes. Oh, my God. That was just luck. Uh, I think I have to sing this one. Cucumber, cumber, cumber time, cumber time. Burger. The birds are cheering me on. Summer, summer, summer time, summer time. Bob. No, Max. Meh. Uh, and your final pun is, I might have to sing this one too. You're the one that I crunk. Whoa, I'll show that one. I'll show that again. See, that was not a fake laugh. <laughs> no, that was. <laughs> You're the one that I croissant burger. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Anthony Bourdain would not like a croissant burger. He would not. He does not like a brioche bun. I like think, it's too buttery. I think I would like a burger in between a little croissant buns. I, I think you would. I think I'm more on Anthony Bourdain's side. Like you don't no. want. I don't think a burger should be that way, but I'm what but I'm saying we, is I'm not gonna like not enjoy it. That if I way. put it in front of you, yeah, um, I'm gonna go Max. Yes. Yeah, I don't think Bob could go there either. Also, I feel like he um, kind of worships Anthony Bourdain. That's never been said, but I just feel like I know but, Bob's heart a little bit. But Anthony Bourdain wouldn't approve of most of Bob's burgers. No, he just wants straight. But don't plain. say that to Bob. No. And do you think Bob, when he's making the puns, takes the ingredients? Like, because that's harder for him. I just get to come up with a pun, but he has to cook that burger for the day. So when he's coming up with the burger of the day, do you think he keeps the ingredient in mind? Do you think he starts with the ingredient and then goes to the pun? He starts with the ingredient because if you'll remember the um, the one when Tina gets addicted to caffeine, Mm -hmm. the Gouda one, the Gouda one, like he's like, I need a, I'm, I have Gouda, mm. you know, so I feel, I, I feel like you can do both, but I feel like he takes kind of what he's ordered. So he goes to the farmer's market at the wharf in the morning. Mm-hmm. He picks out something, something stands mm-hmm. out. He goes, mm. I'm going to make the burger of the day with this. Then he goes back and does the pun. I, I think that's logical. What a nice little routine for Bob. I love the image of him with some farmer's market bags on his shoulders. So what time do you think the restaurant opens in the morning? All I can tell you is that restaurant is not open at night, and yeah. it drives me insane. Skylar and I have talked about this regularly on the on the podcast, where we th- we don't understand 
what time the restaurant is open in the evening because a lot of the show takes place in the evening and they're up in the apartment and the restaurant must be closed because no one's down there. They eat dinner together as a family. Unless they eat dinner at 11 p.m., yeah. the restaurant has to close at like 6, 6.30, maybe at the, yeah. at, the, at the latest. Yeah. So is there not dinner? Do they not serve dinner there? That, so, but sometimes that's it's open at dinner time. That's where you make the most money, though. Uh, who knows? Um, wait, you asked me a question that I wanted to answer. About what time, what time it opens. Oh, I think that they probably start prepping at 10 and the restaurant opens at 11. That sounds about right. That's kind of what it was for. And that's where I worked. accurate to the show, I believe. It's just the it's just the nighttime hours that yeah are questionable. It doesn't really bother me because I love seeing them up in the apartment. No, I mean, and also it's a TV show. What are you supposed to do? Like, yeah, if, if the restaurant's supposed to be running They're for like, most of no, the day to, and stuff has to take that place outside would be of it. my brain. I would be like, no, like sometimes I just get way too into the details. Yeah, animation is not for you. Thank you. Because you don't want to break the rules. I want to break them. But My brain won't brain, let me. That's the problem there. Yeah. Should we get into the episode? Yes. I'm so excited. I love that. I love it. Um, Skylar, can we have the title and synopsis to season four, episode five, please? Yes. This episode is titled Turkey in a Can. It's our second Thanksgiving episode, and Bob is determined to make a stellar turkey, prepped to perfection with his three-day Father of the Brine recipe. The only problem is that someone keeps dumping the turkey into the toilet after everyone goes to bed. Meanwhile, Jean, Gail, and Linda take it upon themselves to compose an original Thanksgiving tune, and Tina is determined to take her rightfully earned spot at the adults' table this year. Teddy's anecdotes are as delightful as ever in this episode, particularly the one about a rat with a hat in the toilet. This episode came out on November 24th, 2013, and it was written by our favorite sister writing duo, Lizzie Molyneux and Wendy Molyneux, and directed by Buwan Blim and Kyungi Lim. Dream um, team all around. Yeah, we love those. Yeah. We love that duo. Both duos. Yeah. Um, and I think we've mentioned that the the Malno sisters write most of the Thanksgiving episodes, I think. Yeah. A lot of the holiday episodes. Yeah. It must be an honor, I feel like. Look, uh, the Bob's Thanksgiving episodes are always so good. They are so good. I think I have to backpedal a little bit. Go ahead. Our last Thanksgiving episode. Well, first, let me just say, I love the Thanksgiving episodes. They rank number one for us, right? The last time we did this? I think we said that, yeah. Yeah. Because it's such a big deal for Bob. It's a cooking, it's a show about a restaurant, so it's just very fun to watch them go all out for Thanksgiving, and he's so excited about it every year. And Which, that is my heart. Mm-hmm. Like, every Thanksgiving... Max has to handle a meltdown I have because I've overextended myself because I want everything to be perfect and I think I can cook everything. Meanwhile, no one around me cares. I have to see your Bob during Thanksgiving mm-hmm. and I have to be Linda and the kids. So I'm I'm both like trying oh, so to... So this is hard on you, me cooking dinner? Look, I'm trying to help the meltdown, but I'm also one of the causes of the meltdown <laughs> by being the kids. So Because you don't... Freaking like mashed potatoes. Who doesn't like mashed potatoes? So now I'm making mashed potatoes. I'm making roast potatoes. I know Jean would be very disappointed in me, and that makes mm. me sad. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let me go back a second. And I think in our first Thanksgiving episode, we said, like, there's n- one of the reasons we love the Thanksgiving episodes is because there's not enough Thanksgiving content. But I think we misspoke. I think what we m- 
should have said is that there aren't enough Thanksgiving movies. Because I was reading, um, I think it was AV Club article about this episode, and they were talking about how Thanksgiving is like a literal dream for sitcoms. You have to put a family in one room with differing opinions and different beef with each other. That's like comedic gold. So then I started thinking like, we do have more TV Thanksgiving things. Yeah. Friends had a bunch of Thanksgiving episodes. Um, Yeah. It's it's like stuff like Roseanne. Mary Tyler um, Moore. Yeah. All those shows definitely had Thanksgiving episodes for sure. So so TV. Movie wise, you get like planes, trains and automobiles, the big one. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. What else is like Thanksgiving? Anyway, I just... And you also don't get Thanksgiving songs. I think Adam Sandler has a Thanksgiving song and that's about it. You don't have enough Thanksgiving songs, except Gene and Gail compose Gravy Boat. Yeah. Which, fun fact, that was written by Lizzie and Wendy and then John Roberts and Nora Smith. Oh, okay. More Nora Smith action after last week. She mm-hmm. sang in the the song from last week's episode, the Sneaky Pete song. Look at you remembering things. Uh, we'll get we'll get into Gravy Boat because we'll hear it in the end credits. Spoiler yep. alert. Uh, do you have any other fun facts for us? I have some fun facts for us, but after I just took up all that time with the Thanksgiving spiel, I want to ask you about the episode. Mm-hmm. Where do you rank this Thanksgiving episode? What do you love about it? Do you even like it? Well, it's tough. I think at some point we should do kind of like a poll about holiday episodes and what everyone's favorite ones are because mm-hmm. I can't think off the top of my head. There's so many seasons now and I can't think off the top of the head, which like like this season 11, the most recent season. I loved it. It was such a good Thanksgiving episode. So that one's like the top of my, mm-hmm. you know, in the front of my mind right now. But I can't think of what my favorite is, you know. But yeah. this was this one is better than the first uh, Thanksgiving episode, I think. Yeah. Uh, the first Thanksgiving episode um, – was at, why am I blinking on his name? Mr. Fish Odors. Yes. And that was not, it was fun, but it wasn't my favorite. But yeah. we learned about Bob's obsession with Thanksgiving, which does play into this episode. You guys know I am a sap for sappy endings and the payoff of Bob, like, toilet training this turkey, afraid that Tina is growing up too fast. It just hit me. Right in the heart, and I i think we all knew that the culprit of the turkey toilet situation was Bob, um, probably midway through the episode, but I didn't expect the toilet training thing, and that was like a really fresh and fun um, way to tie in this little runner with the A story. I loved that. It's what Bob's Burgers excels at, and that's all that humor with so much heart and so much like it's so it's so incredible that thanksgiving this big family time he's trying to have this perfect meal for his family um but he's um in his subconscious is sad that his kids are growing up and this family will eventually kind of go off and do their own thing so he's dreaming that the turkey is his baby children and he's teaching them how to go to the bathroom. It's, <laughs> it's so. Oh my god! I love that Linda couldn't potty train because the the poop makes her vomit. There's I, lots I of love that detail. Yeah. yeah, we learn a lot, kind of about their younger parenting life. And I think you know, although this show is about family, I don't 
think we have a ton of moments where we kind of get Linda and Bob stepping back from the chaos and talking about parenthood. So this felt like a moment for me. Um, A lot of seasons after this, there is a moment where they're like in the kitchen sink. They're in the kitchen sink. They're doing dishes or something. And they kind of turn to each other and they're like, this is hard. This parenting thing is harder than I thought. And it's such a standout moment to me because I'm like, oh, like we actually don't have a lot of conversations about them talking about it like we would in a drama. Um, And they're really satisfying. And I felt the same way about this episode. It's so it's so well written. And also the voice acting performances are always good and make it so real. Amazing characters. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing one liners all throughout this episode. Everyone is excelling at being themselves. It's hard to watch your kids grow up and leave the nest and when you've taken care of them. Mm, you know? From experience? Well, I feel like Skylar caught me once sleepwalking and I had taken a baguette outside because I thought it was biscuit on a leash. Because <laughs> he doesn't need me to do that for him anymore. Oh. Um, any other fun facts for us here? Um, Anything else we want to talk about with this episode? Yeah. Um, a few little fun facts. So this is the first food pun other than his daily burgers ever. We have the father of the brine for the turkey. Yeah. Um, and this is also the sixth episode that doesn't have a burger of the day visible. Oh, yeah. You know what? I think when I was looking for a Thanksgiving burger of the day, it, it said that on one of the Thanksgiving episodes. There is none listed yeah. here. Yeah. So it must have been this one. Um, and then... Kind of a big point, which we've actually haven't discussed, the two of us, is that a lot of people think that this episode points to Bob being bi. I was hoping you were, you would bring this up because it is a, like, this is such a big deal in the Bob's Burger community because I've seen it not just research, yeah, not just research this episode, but I feel like I've seen it in like, in like certain like memes, certain like, like, I knew about this before researching this week, and then it came back up as I was researching for Same. this week. And it's like, yeah, there's a point where Bob's talking to this butcher who thinks Bob is hitting on him, and that's why he keeps coming to get turkeys yeah. every single day. By the way, I'm sorry to mention Anthony Bourdain a million times, but he re- he reminded me of him because he has this, like, tattoo under his short sleeves. I kind of, I'm kind of shipping them, I gotta say. Yeah, well, that's the thing. And it's like, there's a certain point where Bob says... uh like he's the guy's like saying, okay, we can let's just do this, let's do this, you know. And and Bob's like, wait, but you're out of my league. You're too good for me. And I'm, you know, I'm I'm straight. Well, I'm. Uh, he's s- like mostly mostly straight or like somewhat straight or like yeah. And it's like Bob's a little sexually fluid, and it's great. <laughs> I love that. Um, and I think when the butcher guy's like, let's do this, let's go run away together. He's like, no, no, no. no. Well, yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> and then <laughs> yeah. like. Um, he's like, call me. And he's like, no, 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 no. He's like, okay, yeah, I might call you. <laughs> I think what's what's kind of important about it, too, is that he's not conflicted because it's a man hitting on him. He's conflicted. Mm-hmm. It's because he's married is like where he's really like going like, no, I can't. I'm, you know, yes. I'm married. But it's not it's not like you're a man hitting on me. That's the reason why, you exactly. know, I'm, a, I'm strictly um, into women. Right. He's not doing the like toxic masculine thing like I could never and that's what's like so freaking refreshing about this because particularly not in family sitcoms um it's so rare to have a patriarchal figure that's bi like we don't see a lot of bi-ness on television 
like I think it's way more common to have like this person's gay. And I, I like the idea that his sexuality is just fluid. Yeah. And it's just a funny moment. I think it's a, like a real genuine moment. Um, Before this episode, did you think um, Bob was bi? No, but it's not like I wasn't thinking Bob's definitely a straight I, I I don't know. I wasn't thinking like it, the labels on Bob. That's why it's yeah. It's a that's why it's an interesting moment. I just think it's very well done. Yeah, I I love it. And whether whether the community is reading too much into it, it doesn't or matter. Or just written like to be. I think it's a great moment, and I think I I love reading into it. I love seeing it that way. I love reading into it. I love that they had this moment and decided to not make it toxic. Because I also think that um, when people are like. This is our family. This show is about a family. We never get to see other parts of people. And I just have to say, I love Bob (laughs) and his love of cooking so much. And I really just want to make a three-day brine. And I just want you to be, like, so happy that I spent three days on a turkey and you would not care in the slightest. And you'd be like, we can just get takeout. And then my heart would break because I don't want takeout. I want to cook for you. Hey, make a three day brine this week. I'll eat it. Okay. Not just the brine. Like I, <laughs> I'm not going to like drink, drink it. it. Yeah. I'll drink, I'll eat, I'll eat whatever you put the brine on or soak, soak in the brine. Should we get in these end credits? Yeah. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Um, so the last, the very last moment, which we'll hear here, is Bob is still sleepwalking. 
but there's not a turkey anymore to put into the toilet because Thanksgiving is over. And this time he is potty training Gene. So he needs a slightly different object. A little more squigglier. Yeah, it's got to feel different. So he's got one of Gail's cats. Okay, Gene, time to go poo poo. Okay, I'm going to stop it there already. Oh my God, you have something good. What? Your eyes are just like oh, lit up. No, I just I just love that we've get you immediately know this is a Gene song because you've got his classic sound effects like the dog barking. I was just going to ask you what that was, but let's it's listen to it again. Off. Okay. Okay, Gene, time to go poo poo. <laughs> Okay, before any vocals come in there, so we could also get a laser noise. So those are iconic. The two noises from the opening credits are they? Well, you know, our our, our never debate. our never ending debate is that I think Louise is going ah. So just, you just proved yourself wrong. No, I'm still I standing just won. by it. I'm still standing by it. I just won it. life. No, I just won. No, you didn't win anything. Uh, I'm going to edit that out. Um, what's going on on the screen when we're hearing this Gene intro? Don't you dare edit that out. It's not coming out. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. So we have the little intro. We have some guitar, but we know it's Gene because of his iconic little sounds. Classic kitchen scene, except who's in the window? Well, there's no one in the window at first when that when the music right, playing. Okay. But right as I paused it, mm-hmm. we've got Aunt Gail popping into the window because she's about to sing. The song that they wrote. We are so enamored by Bob in this episode. We didn't even mention how wonderful it is to have Gail in an episode. It's it's true. It's magic. I love her. I love her bringing her cats. It's the whole, it's the catalyst for why Bob is on this medicine. In the He's first allergic place. to the cats. Yeah. She's got too many cats. She got one on the way to their <sighs> house course. and brought it over. And I love how she perfectly wedges her way into the family dynamic, like they're when they're all in the bathroom, and Louise keeps like, she's like, "It's it's you're the culprit." And she's like, "Oh, maybe." Like, <laughs> yeah. and and Linda and her playing off each other are amazing. Gail's just one of the best characters. Um, I'm seeing on the screen right now, by the way, Tuck Watkins is the guy who did the butcher's voice. Okay, Tuck. Just saying, we didn't know who did the butcher's voice. That's it. Should we listen to this song a little bit? Yeah. A ding, a ding. Oh, what's that sound? It's the crazy boat. A coming around. Okay. What happened in the window as we get that okay. a ding, a ding? So we have a ding, a ding, and Gail's fingers are like pointing to the sky, like a ding, a ding. And then Linda slides into the window, cupping her ear. She goes, what's that sound? And then they say, it's the gravy boat coming around. <laughs> A coming around as Louise goes over to Bob to get the burger on the plate. Not a gravy boat. It's the gravy boat. Now the bravery, savory, sailor boat. Stuffing sailors disembark. Fill up plates and fill up hot. Okay. Oh my God. So it's hard to explain all the moves they're doing there, but obviously they're reacting to all the stuff they're, they're singing. They're like pushing into each other and holding each other's hands and then pushing apart. It's heavily choreographed. Mm-hmm. And they say, it's not a Navy boat. It's the gravy boat filled with bravery, savory sailor folk. Oh my God. This is so weird. It's so good. Yeah. Um, I just have to pause for a second. 
I think what's making this for me is that Tina, Louise, and Bob could, could not be bothered. Yeah. And I can so imagine that this is like the Friday after Thanksgiving and like patrons are there and like these two sisters are singing about Thanksgiving and everybody just wants Thanksgiving to be over once it's over and they're still th- singing about Thanksgiving. Do you think Bob has some kind of uh, Thanksgiving leftover burger situation happening? Oh, he totally does. One of those cranberry sauce stuffing burger situations. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Let me see if I can think of what he would call that. Leftover. The leftovers. The the Cran Drescher burger. What the hell is that? Cran Drescher. Who's that? The nanny. Oh. Come on. (laughs) Great sitcom. (laughs) talk about i'm sure they got some thanksgiving episodes yeah so in the next part they sing is stuffing sailors disembark fill our plates and fill our hearts it gets like very broadway-esque which it doesn't in the episode it doesn't it doesn't i think it <laughs> they should repeat it doesn't to me <laughs> <laughs> i said doesn't it doesn't um, what no bob do. falls asleep i think it does i think it they do do it okay I think they do the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it gets into this part where it's going to pick up a bit. Okay. Why are there sailors in the gravy boat? It just kind of, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> they just say it's not a Navy boat. Yeah, it's not a Navy boat, but it's the gravy boat. But it's still filled with bravery, savory sailor folks. So <laughs> the sailors are, just because it's not a Navy boat doesn't mean that the sailors aren't in it. It's a, it's a type of boat. It's a gravy boat and the sailors are in it. Look, I'm just glad they didn't make a semen joke. I know. I'm going to assume that's kind of what they're like alluding towards almost. Don't Say, ruin with, gravy for me. You don't think with sailors in your mouth. Maybe what? Sailors in your mouth is semen in your mouth. Yeah. Do yeah. you think they originally did that and they was like, that's too that's much? That's so gross. They were like, we just think, had Bob covered in spit. I feel like it was literally written with like saying semen. And then it's like, nah, it's too much. It's too much. It is too much. This just makes it like weird and quirky. It still means the same thing if you just... Well, I like to think they're actually little men in in the gravy. Yeah. Like, like men, honey, I shrunk the kids situation. Right. Like men that are out at sea. So would you call them seamen? Max, I'm not disagreeing <laughs> with okay. you. I just prefer the image of little men in Navy uniforms swimming in gravy, okay? Little seamen. <sighs> Okay, let's let's hear them sing about the semen. Okay. Oh my god. Is that what Thanksgiving is all about? That's what it's all about. That, they do not play that part in the episode. They do. They no. I'm no. pretty sure. You want me to go back? What do you back? want to bet? What do you want to bet? A one, two, three, four. Okay, so this is from the episode itself. Yes, let's, let's see, what see the difference. A ding, a ding. Oh, what's that sound? It's the gravy boat. A a coming, coming around. It's not a navy boat. It's the gravy boat. Filled with bravery, savory, sailor folk. Sailors in your mouth. Sailors in your mouth. No. Bobby? But they skipped hey, part Bobby. of the song. Just the very end. Yeah, but that's but- what Thanksgiving's all about. There's a whole, like, section that they didn't sing. Oh, what's that sound? It's the gravy boat. A coming around. It's not a navy boat. It's the gravy boat. Filled with bravery, savory, sailor Keep boat. watching. Sailors in your mouth. Oh, you're right. Sailors in your mouth. Yeah. I told no. you. Bobby? So I'm half right. Half. 
Wait, explain why I'm kind of right. Because in that version, we're missing stuffing sailors disembark, fill our plates, and fill, fill our hearts. Our ho- the it whole Broadway. Skips, it just skips to the sailors in your mouth. And then it also doesn't have that's what Thanksgiving is all about because Bob falls asleep. Right. So the Broadway-esque is an addition, and I love it. It's great. And you think that's about all that we're going to get here. We're Gene going comes back in, to the credits. Yeah, Gene comes in, in his, from his normal walking across the screen in his burger suit. Mm-hmm. But we get one last little... Uh, little little dessert. A yeah, little cherry a little, on top. A little cherry on top. Well, what happens, Skylar? Something scurries behind Gene. What is it? It's a rat in a hat. Because? Because when Bob is prepping his like second round of turkeys... Teddy explains that on one of his jobs, he's seen a rat in a hat in the toilet. Actually, a rat with two different hats, two different times. Not two hats at the same time, one hat, two different times. I love that little, that little, we were watching it this week and I said, well, we ran across the screen. Was that just one of Gail's cats? And I just assumed it was, but we didn't go back. And then you looked at it closer this week and told me it was a rat in a hat. I was like, that's awesome. It's so good because the obvious choice would have been the cats because that's the whole plot is mm-hmm. that Bob is allergic to the cats. Yeah. So those are the end credits to uh, Turkey in a Can. I have a question for you. Yeah. What do you think's a better Thanksgiving song? Gravy Boat or Pass the Cranberry I like, Sauce? I like Pass the Cranberry Sauce. It's so good. Yeah, but this is so phenomenal. Good. I agree. It's just, look, they should both be in the same show. Whatever the musical is. It could be a, oh, a full Thanksgiving musical. See, there isn't enough Thanksgiving musical content. There needs to be just a Thanksgiving musical on Broadway. Yeah. Duh. All and right. And everyone goes to every thanks every November. It's just like the biggest thing. Yeah. And then the rest of the year, people are like, oh, I'm going to watch this. <laughs> so lucrative. <laughs> um, highlights, lowlights. Oh, you know what? I have a, a little <sighs> treat for you before we get into highlights and lowlights. So... The band The National did like an official cover of Gravy Boats. What? Yeah, you know the band The National they kinda have like a deep, I do. A deep I do. voice. They're very yeah. like it's very like Leonard Cohen esque almost. Oh my god, this um, has made my day. The video is amazing, so I'll post it in our links. Maybe I'll even post it on our um Instagram at some point. But the video has like official animation. But it's so funny to hear the, the So are the, they just Bob's fans? I guess so. And the National like is so like they're serious. so sad, yeah, and so it's such a. It becomes such a serious, sad song. Let's, oh my let's, let's God, to this is it. amazing. Sailors in your mouth, <laughs> what Thanksgiving's all about. Oh, like Tina is pensive. Sailors in your mouth. Wait, this is the best video I've ever seen. I gotta post it. Oh my god, it's a mouth. Do you see the tonsil? Yeah, so they're dressed as the sailors in the gravy, and someone is eating them. It's like they're on a stage, but it's like a mouth. It's a great video. Why? And it's got why, all the why is this the best it. thing to ever exist? It's it's so funny. Thank it's you so for finding good. this. You're welcome. It reminds me of like a Goodwill Hunting song. Sailors in your mouth. Like Elliot Smith. Yeah. It reminds me of a lion bed and cry. I just... A a lion bed? Lion bed. uh, I was was like, (laughs) lion bed. (laughs) 
<laughs> so let's talk about these end credits. Highlights, lowlights. Okay, obviously the song is amazing, but that rat in the hat. It kicks it. it, it it's made the point go a little bit higher for me, mm-hmm. the points. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know that I really have that many. I don't have any lowlights about it. I'm trying to think if there's anything from the episode that I would have liked to see that isn't in there, but. I think what I also love about it is that, you know, like I said in the beginning, like Thanksgiving is about cramming a bunch of people in one room. And this is totally how I see Gail and Linda behaving the whole weekend. Like Linda probably needs to be helping with something, but she's singing a gravy boat song instead. Yeah. She's got, she's got someone to sing with too. Yeah. That's great. Um, should we score them? Yeah. Okay. You can go first. Okay. We score on a scale of one to 10 H's at the end of Tina's uh. I'm going to give these end credits a nine H's. They're not, they're not a hundred percent perfect for me, but they're, they're incredible credits. I'm going to give them a 9.75. 9.75. What brought you down? 0.25. 0.25. I just think there's others that are like, I'm ecstatic about. I don't know. I think on a different day, I could have said they're a 10. Um, I think the song is so good. I love the Broadway edition. I love the rat. The fine, a 10. You're going to give it a 10? Yeah. You know, I'm not, when I ask you, I'm not. No, I just, I want to be fair to these credits. It's very important to me. And I think they're really good. The only thing is the kids aren't doing anything. Yeah. It's always kind of sad when they're not doing anything. But again, like, it's like we said, a lot of times these characters are like just going about their normal, their normal business. And then there's always like a a character or two who's just like, oh, that's just mom and aunt Gail doing their broad, you know, their song and dance thing. It's like. So normal that we're not even going to react to it. Can you imagine being in that kitchen and Linda and Gail have had like four glasses of wine? Oh, my God. <laughs> if I were Bob, I would just. Too much. Too much. All right. That's it. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. Please follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Bob's credits. I'll be posting some of this bonus stuff this week um, and you don't want to miss it. And support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash Bob's Credits. Leave us a review. Tell your friends about us. Tell your family when you're sitting down at the Thanksgiving table this year about us. I know we got a little while to go before that, but do Uh, it. Can't wait. Do it. You know what? Yeah. Bring it up at the table. It's important. It's important. Skylar, is there anything you want to tell the folks before we get out of here? Just stay cranberry saucy. There it is. Knew it was coming. Uh, Maybe we'll play a little more of this national song to take you out. Sailors in your mind What Thanksgiving's all about Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.